Yeah, it's Buku One here. One thing I know, every good podcast deserves its own theme song. Oh, for sure. And this one most definitely deserves its own theme song. We changing the game on the name, put respect Uncle Dad talks, yeah, live and direct What did you expect from the two fly guys? One love Kevin Smith, one or more is golden eye Mike's the level-headed, baby Gabe edits Uncle Dad gets nervous all the time, but to his credit, he's clever Spring stuff on Mike on a daily And can mangle up a name amazingly The range of events and topics makes it hard to stop listening So why even attempt it? From bare knuckle fighting, to Grammy songwriting To Burning Man flames, to firefighter video games And many, many more than I could put in a verse Just subscribe, tune in to Uncle Dad's Multiverse And many, many more than I could put in one verse Just subscribe, tune in to Uncle Dad's Multiverse Yes you heard it first here. Show did. Tion Buku One, aka Mr. Generous, live and direct. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Uncle Dad Talks. I'm Uncle Dad, and with me, as always, actually not this time, but usually with me, is Mike Hampton. Mike is out there doing some big things. Uh, as always, you know that man's a hardworking man. He's a man's man, always getting out there, selling his hats, having a good time. Uh, yeah, so he won't be with me this week, uh, but that's okay. I am with a very great guest, uh, Jim Wilt, uh, who is uh, leading the charge, if you will, to of the Mill Valley Music Festival. So very excited to talk to him and learn all about the Mill Valley Music Festival coming up, uh, which when this airs, it'll be next week. So uh, me and Mike will be there as well, uh, covering the Mill Valley Music Festival. So if you see us around with the Uncle Dad hats, please say hello. Uh, I also want to say thank you guys for sticking around. I apologize for not uh, being here. Uh, Uncle Dad and Mike took a little bit of a hiatus, almost a month worth hiatus. Uh, but we just got to, we had to just take care of some things, uh, you know, just some personal nature stuff. Um, but luckily, everything is moving forward in the right direction, and uh, we're good to be here. We're happy to be here, I should say, and uh, we are moving forward, if you will, with the uh, right charge. So, without further ado, please enjoy this interview I had with Jim Welt of Mill Valley Music Festival. Again, this is such an exciting music festival. Great acts. You like Cake, uh, Black Joe Lewis, Michael Franti, uh, Duran Jones, and so many more. Uh, and we talk about a great detail of what's happening with the event uh, in this episode. So please give it a listen. And as always, uh, be sure to uh, follow us on Instagram at Uncle Dad Talks. And, uh, and of course, uh, Mike as well at Mike Hampton Art. And last but not least, as I always say, you got to pay the bills. And how we pay the bills is through our sponsors. And with that, uh, please go check out Roosevelt.com. That's R-S-V-L-T-S.com. Go check them out. They got the sweetest button-up shirts imaginable, especially if you're a fan of pop culture. We have all types of shirts on there. You got shirts from the Goonies, Iron Man, X-Men, wrestling, you name it, you'll find it on there. Uh, and the best part is if you use promo code Uncle Dad, you get 20% off your entire purchase uh, and no limitations. So definitely go do that today at Roosevelt.com, R-S-V-L-T-S.com. And of course, when you support the sponsors, you support the show. So thank you. Uh, yeah, without further ado, here is the interview. I'll see you guys all next week. All right. Hello, everyone. Uncle Dad here with a very special guest celebrating uh, something that's coming very soon, and I'm very excited about it. Uh, we have Jim Welt. Jim, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I, you know, I'm pretty good. I'm pretty excited. We're going to talk about something coming up. Uh, you know, everybody knows what it is because they'll see it in the title, but it's super exciting. But before we get into that, can we just introduce yourself and then talk about kind of what you do for this event? Sure. So my name is Jim Welty. I'm the uh, executive director of the Mill Valley Chamber of Commerce. 
Um, and I've been with the chamber for about eight years and, you know, it, it's an organization that is built around the idea of vitality, community vitality, and making sure that, uh, people who live in our town and work in our town, um, are aware of all the fun and excitement that goes on around them. Um, I think one of the biggest takeaways we had from the COVID era was, a lot of people that spent all their time in a car going south or north to commute somewhere for work uh, are doing that a heck of a lot less these days. Um, and that was one of the biggest takeaways we had from the pandemic was that people were spending more time in our town and um, we wanted to do as much as we can to give them reason to do that. Um, so it's about creating awareness of what's around you, um, despite the fact that you spent maybe the prior 10 to 15 years just sort of doing this with a steering wheel. Um, and, you know, just kind of continuing to find ways to create more vitality. Um, and I think uh, along with tons of organizations all over the world, I think we sort of created this different dynamic um, as we've slowly come out of the, the wreckage of the pandemic. And one of the things that we all, we stuck on is how deep arts and culture have had as an impact on the history of Mill Valley. Um, you know, starting going all the way back to, you know, some of the original amazing gigantic music festivals that have occurred here. And um you know, it's, it's imprinted in the, in the town. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's, if you're in the town, it's sort of all around you all the time, especially with the Sweetwater Music Hall and other, you know, major arts organizations we have in town that have been around forever. Um, and so for us, it was, what can we do to come out of this in a way that is active and not passive? And, um, that's this, <laughs> that's the awesome. music festival. And, um, you know, the idea was to give people a reason to reconnect, um, or connect for the first time, um, in a way that, um, is engaging and exciting and sort of multifaceted in, in a way that, you know, yes, it's a music festival. That is, that's what it says. It, it does what it says on the can, so to speak, but it's also a lot of other things. Um, like all music festivals are now, they're not just a stage and a band and yeah. some people. It's, it's all of the um, surrounding elements that sort of create that community feel good dynamic. Yeah. You know, I think um, one of the things about festivals nowadays, right. is that we're creating more of that community aspect. Right. And I think you kind of talked about, you know, uh, the creative space that, you know, Mill Valley has, but even with the pandemic, right. Coming out of that, I think a lot of us kind of, you know, kind of touched our creative sides. I don't know if you would agree with that, but I do feel like, you know, we kind of see that more and I, it's very happy to, I'm very happy to see that other festivals like, you know, like yours are coming out there and celebrating like the local, not just, you know, the, the art scene, but the local art scene, the local community scene, you know? And I think we need to see more of that because ultimately, you know, during, especially during the pandemic, I mean, those people, some of those people were hit the hardest because, you know, you worked for yourself and you, all you did was festivals, right? You know, my co-host uh, travels all across the world selling his, uh, you know, his hats. He works for Bart Bridge and, mm -hmm. uh, you know, <clears throat> he does all that. And, it affected him heavily during the, the, the pandemic. So to see that the ability of these festivals, including, you know, Mill Valley bringing the community together to help celebrate, you know, your hard work and your art and, you know, also having a good time, of course, right? Like mm -hmm. it's just exciting to see that. So uh, when we talk about Mill Valley music festival, um, let's talk about the overall overview of it. Like what are some of the dates, what are the dates for it? And mm -hmm. uh, yeah, let's just dive into that. Yeah. So it's uh, May 13th and 14th, uh, 12 to 7 PM each day. 
Um, you know, we, it, 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 we, we've sort of built it so that it is extremely family friendly, um, but also dynamic in, in, in a lot of different ways. Um, so yeah, so 12 to seven, we, um, we opened the doors at around 1130, uh, last band stopped performing at around seven, seven Oh five. And then we do the sort of standard issue. Um, you don't got to go home, but you can't stay here. Right. Um, and, uh, you know, we end up we'll end up DJing, playing some records on the field um, at at the conclusion of the event for about thirty to forty five minutes. Again, to maybe give people a reason to think about going somewhere else, but also not making it so that everyone is leaving all at the exact same time, and that we're not creating a a uh, a deluge in the streets, so to speak. It's very in- important to us. We live in a town of you know one road in, one road out, and uh, creating. Uh, car mageddon gridlock is not something that i'm interested in doing so that's why we're sort of doing a lot of things on the on the exterior to make sure that the uh people leaving are doing so in a way that is not overwhelming the town well that's that's very uh conscious for you to think about that right because i know like as a festival goer that's the worst part when you leave and you just create this massive gridlock and you just can't be right yeah (laughs) yeah and so we've done everything we can to make it so that you know, it, we have a massive amount of bike parking. We have a interior in Mill Valley shuttle that runs all day long for free. So re- regardless of where you're coming from, you can get a shuttle in, into it. Um, and like I said, bike parking is massive. Lots of people, um, you know, a massive portion of our, of our town lives uh, in short walking distance to this event. And so, again, that was another thing that we really benefited from in year one was that um, we, we weren't, we were providing some parking, but we were really messaging unless you, you know, absolutely have to, you can walk here, you can ride your bike here, you can get on a, you know, there's a variety of ways to get to and from without driving. Um, we are providing a shuttle from the North up in Corte Madera for anybody coming in that wants a free place to park all day in a safe location. Um, but, but, you know, it's a free shuttle down straight to the event. No problem. So we're really making it so that you're just, you know, we're giving you all the reasons not to drive straight to Mill Valley. I love that. I love that. That's, that's very, uh, that's awesome. That's, that's awesome that you just, just think about those things. And a lot of festivals, I don't really think that maybe they, they claim they do, but I think some festivals don't really think about it as, you know, meticulous as that. So thank you for that. Um, yep. now did you mention the location? I'm sorry if I missed that. The location. I object. Sorry. Um, yeah. So we are at we're on, on a, a very large grassy field called Friends Field. It's a you nice. know, soccer, you know, lacrosse, et cetera. And it's right behind the Mill Valley Community Center at 180 Camino Alto. So right at the corner of Camino Alto and East Blythedale Road. Um, and so, yeah, it's, it's, it's right at the heart of town. It's before you get all the way downtown, but not all the way out by the highway. And, uh, yeah, it's a very central, easy location, city-owned building, city-owned property, um, you know, we have a great partnership with the city of Mill Valley, City Hall of awesome. Mill Valley. And, um, yeah, they've been great supporters and, you know, a huge help in terms of getting this off the ground and sustaining it. We have, you know, we have a five-year agreement with the city to, uh, to continue putting this on awesome. um, and making sure that it evolves over time in a way that we, we have runway to do it. That's, that's incredible. That's, that's great that you're already planning for the future, right? Like you're just, you're, you're setting it up. That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, so when we yeah, talk about planning and preparation. Yeah. I was going to say, like, if you, if you, it's another thing that came out of the pandemic, which is if you're going to take a swing, um, do it in a way that 
thinks uh, long-term and big picture and not just like, Hey, we did this thing and that was fun and we did it and we're not doing it again. And so, um, you know, this was, this was about trying to create something sustainable. Um, and, you know, one way to do that is to build partnerships with, with organizations in town that see the, see the, the power of it and the need for it. Right. Yeah. And I think, uh, you know, kind of setting yourself up for that success is great too. Right. Because I know, I know I've been to festivals that you're like, Oh, this is great. But then they're gone the next year. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So like, it's it's great that you guys already have that mentality of like, well, we're going to swing to the fence, right? Like that's that's incredible. So I think and it also, makes it more exciting. I will so, say everything I've learned about this this industry, this particular slice of the industry, is that um, you know big ebbs and flows come. You know, yeah. like you're going to have you're going to have gigantically successful years, and you might have some other ones. Yeah, and uh, you need to be, need to be built for it. Um, you, you can't just expect a home run or a grand slam every time. Um, you know, the economy is fickle post pandemic. Everything is weird and, um, (laughs) predicting, you know, the way things are going to go is probably a, you know, a a bad road to be on. You know, I mean, I think you have to be able to be, uh, malleable and, and, um, and nimble to make it work. I mean, the only way through is always just through, right? That's right. So, yeah. So that's all we can do, right? That's so exactly yeah, right. I, I, you know, and, and speaking of that, it's like, has there any been any, uh, during this time of, of this, uh, this year's events, has there been any sort of uh, major challenges or unique challenges that you face in preparation? Um, you know, I would say that the main thing is, you know, the, 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 the site is a great space. Um, but as we talked about earlier, there are so many dynamic elements of the event. I think managing that site plan can be, you know, complex. And, you know, I, right. I'll give a huge shout out to our, our partners at Noise Pop Industries, who are our production partner. And, um, you know, they, we, they just have an ace team that is mm-hmm. really good at adapting. Um, you know, we are sort of fine tuning the the site plan and like where everything should live and how um, the, the people flow is maintained. So we're not bunching everybody up on top of each other. Um, that we're not having elements of the event, like roller, we, we have a very large roller skating rink at the event, which oh, is wow. great. Um, we're making sure that we're putting it in an area that, you know, won't, won't muck up the gears in terms of traffic flow, you know, for people going to, whether it be the restroom or the food vendors or whatever it might be. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, I think that can be a challenge, but we have really good, partners that are helping to make sure that um we're creating the best environment possible wow okay i love that and that's a great partner right noise pop is you know we know about that big time right so that's awesome that you have that partnership uh so then like what was the the when you guys were coming up with this whole the, the, the for this year how did you guys keep sustainability and environmental impact in mind yeah i mean that's critically important i mean you know i think we 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 would be we are not head, a head in the sand organization. And I think it's, you know, it's super incumbent on us to make sure that we're leaving a smaller footprint as possible. Um, one of the things that's been actually helpful is that the County of Marin over the last, uh, well, it's funny, they started an effort pre-COVID to move towards a um, reusable foodware ordinance where we're sort of trying to get rid of as much as possible anything that's not a reusable, you know, container or compostable um, product, that sort of thing. Um, Because of COVID, it sort of got shelved multiple times as it went through the process, but we're really pretty far along. And 
that process towards, you know, passing the ordinance. And again, we're almost all the way there with all the different municipalities in Marin County. Uh, and that really provided, uh, I think, a knowledge base that maybe didn't exist before in terms of what was available. Um, I think historically, the, a lot of those products, your, your bamboo forks and, and things like that sort of um, were insanely expensive and right. often not the most effective thing. Um, you know, it's, it's yeah. It's, it's, we're growing as an organization and we're realizing that um, providing that is, you know, incredibly important. Right. Uh, yeah. You know, and, and I think that when you think about like, cause I, I think what festivals, right? Like they take so much energy to make. And so I think people get yeah. worried like, well, what's, you know, I'm, I'm sure you've been to festivals where you just have nothing but trash everywhere. Right. So yeah. do you guys have a, I mean, are, I'm assuming you're going to have like a consistent cleanup crew just continually just rolling through there, yeah? Yeah, and we work both with the city of Mill Valley and with, um, I don't know if you know Green Mary, but Green Mary is a Bay Area organization that, that does this for a living. And again, awesome. similar to our relationship with Noise Pop, um, Green Mary, you know, we're in good hands. Like we're, we're, awesome. we're we, it's, it's important to know when you can sort of flail your way through something versus uh, write a check to know to someone who knows exactly what they're doing. And, right. uh, and you know, we're not, we're not above that. You know, it's, it, okay. it's like we, we do a lot of this heavy lifting on our own. And then it's, it's good to recognize that um, some people just know their business and uh, you know, you give them the keys to make that happen. And so Green Mary is an amazing partner and, you know, they, they, like I said, they, they do, you know, a lot of major, major, major events larger than ours and they, they get it buttoned up. So it's good. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. That's very reassuring. Cause I definitely like know that feeling of being on a festival and just like, Oh, there's just too much junk everywhere, too much trash everywhere. And Absolutely. like, and if you don't have, and some people just don't pay for that, you know what I mean? They just don't pay to provide that service for, to keep their festival clean. So sure. that is great news. So yeah. awesome. Yeah. I mean, I think, you now, know, again, for us, it's like all of us involved in the event, both on noise pop side and on our, on the chamber side, um, we go to these events ourselves as people. And, uh, you know, we've had those experiences. Right. And I mean, right. Know, because you want to avoid other people walking around being like, wow, that's a lot of trash. Like, yeah, that's, right. that's, that couldn't be a, a worse, uh, you know, visual outcome to an event. Right. Of, of course. Right. <laughs> Just like, Oh, okay. You guys said that, but it didn't happen. Right. <laughs> exactly. um, now when we talk about like that too, uh, the festival, I think one of the things I always like to think about is safety and whatnot. Um, I think, you know, in today's climate, there's been some crazy things that happened, you know, unfortunately. And, yeah. you know, I, I know that I've know I have friends that have a hard time going to uh, festivals because they're just worried about the mm -hmm. amount of people and whatnot. You know, what measures are you guys taking to make sure everybody's safe and, uh, you know, secure? Yeah. And so we, we work with a, a team called Shaw Security, which is someone the Noise Pop has worked with for, for many years. We also have a really good relationship with the Mill Valley Police Department, which is, in all honesty, a quarter mile from the site, maybe oh. actually less than a quarter mile from the site. Um, and so we'll have Mill Valley Police Department and Southern Marin Fire District um, personnel on site all weekend, awesome. the entirety of the weekend, um, you know, and those, those two organizations, uh, the PD and the, and the fire department, you know, they, they're requiring us as they should to provide documentation for incident action plans and, and, and every, you know, you know, every safety and security element that is necessary. And so, um, 
yeah, we feel really good about it. I mean, I think, like I said earlier, we've been constantly sort of tweaking the site plan for flow, but also for all the other reasons that you want to make sure that people are able to, you know, get where they need to go safely, that there aren't any, um, you know, unsafe environments anywhere. And uh, yeah, we feel great about it. Awesome. That's, that's incredibly reassuring for sure, because I think uh, for those who are like, you know, for a lot of people, these festivals coming this year, that's, that might be their first festival since, yeah. you know, 2019, 2020, you know, whatever. Right. Yeah. So yeah. it's exciting to know that you guys are going that extra mile to kind of, to move forward with that. So what's even more exciting is now talking about the content of the festival. Now, one of the things I think is so uh, unique about this festival is that there's a big focus on not just like food, but also a local marketplace. Can mm-hmm. we kind of dive into that and learn more about that? Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, you know, it, again, we get when we get to the sort of the foundational elements of the event and like why we're doing it. I mean, we talked about some of those things, but you know, the big overarching reason to do uh, something like this is to shine a light on our town. Um, and that, again, I, like I said when we first started talking, that is at its core reminding people who live in our town that they live in a really cool town and there's lots of good stuff. There's lots of good food. There's lots of good drink. There's lots of, you know, amazing shops and, and great arts, arts institutions and all that. So that's one piece of it, but it is also to be super candid. We want to remind people that, you know, just 12 miles from San Francisco is right. uh, an amazing town at the base of a very cool mountain that everyone loves to hike on and is just loaded with uh, amazing creativity and innovation and, and, you know, uh, that sort of thing. And so um, that's what the core of the marketplace and the, you know, the food and, and, and beverage environment is, is to take as much as possible, identify the brands in our town that are, you know, innovative and exciting and get people to come here um, to remind them with this event that that's where it's all coming from or a lot of it. And certainly we do reach out beyond our immediate like 94941 Mill Valley borders. Uh, But certainly within Marin County, within the North Bay, um, it's important for us to showcase to the nine county Bay Area that, um, you know, we're we're on the map and we feel really good about it. That's incredible. So now what are some highlights for you? Like people that you're very excited to have for like food wise, like, yeah, cause I know we've got I some mean, great food there. Yeah. 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 And we've, we've been lucky, you know, we have a, a really amazing base of, of restaurants in our town. Um, there's a, there's a, a, you know, a restaurant group called real restaurants, which has Playa and bungalow 44 and, and Buckeye roadhouse. And, you know, they, they've sort of, they've built the model. They, they, they do it and they do it right. Um, and you know, again, another case in which you just know you're in good hands. Um, but one of the interesting dynamics, again, I'm sorry to keep bringing it up, but from the pandemic is that (laughs) the, 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 the really, really unfortunate sort of hollowing out of, of downtown San Francisco has had an interesting impact on towns like ours, which means, you know, the, 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 the mix of the world, MIXT, the salad spot that has had, you know, huge success over the years. They've sort of scaled back a little bit on some of their offerings in downtown San Francisco, again, for good reason. And they've opened up locations in Mill Valley or a location, I should say, in Mill Valley. Um, and that's been a huge thing for us. I mean, we've, you know, we have sandwich shops, but I think they do what they do at an incredibly high level. And we're thrilled to have them in our town. They just, they moved here up almost about a, exactly a year ago. Um, and then another restaurant called Mama Hoo Hoo, a, you know, Chinese American um, 
Food Spot from San Francisco also opened a location a little more than a year ago, and they've both had you know great success, and they're both going to be part of our offering at the at the music festival. And um, these are the sorts of connections that I think big picture, long term, are the the kinds that we're really trying to develop. You know, to, to make sure that both our community gets exposed to amazing stuff that isn't the same old same old that we've had for you know maybe years before um and also you know showcases the mix that we have that's that's incredible yeah and so, you know and to touch on the uh, the marketplace really fast as a uh, i have to give a shout out because you know our co-host mike uh you know his brand uh, bart bridge will be at the mar- marketplace oh, nice. well. right on that's yeah. awesome so very we're cool. uh, so very excited for that too. Celebrate the whole family. So yes, go down there. Uh, it's just super exciting that more festivals are doing that, including the community builders and creators. You know what I mean? So I just I'm very excited just to, just to really experience all that, especially in that beautiful town. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, it, again, it's 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 why we exist as a chamber of commerce. You know, I mean, I remember the, the many years back when I first started with the chamber, my background is in journalism for 20 plus years. Uh, my thought at the time when somebody had reached out and, and asked if I, you know, wanted to, to, to come on board with the chamber. And um, I was sort of like, what is it that you guys do? <laughs> yeah, right, right. <laughs> and, uh, and, and, and the heart of it is what we're talking about is that we're celebrating and lifting up a lot of the elements of our town, the creativity, the innovation, like I said, um, to, to really make sure that uh, the awareness is there. That's incredible. And then when you talk about celebrating, you can't celebrate a festival without music, right? So let's talk about the musical acts. You got some great stuff in there, but before we talk about the headliners, we got to talk about like the local acts. I think that's something we need to celebrate too. Uh, yeah. Do you want to highlight any of those local acts that will be there? Yeah, I mean, that's one of the, the cool elements of this is that we are on a field that is large enough to accommodate not just a very, very large, gigantic main stage on the on the northern end, but also on the southern end, we have, you know, uh, seven, at least seven bands that, that are, you know, largely young people, um, you know, all the way from teenagers all the way up to, you know, people in their mid-20s and that sort of thing. And most of them are local or have local ties. And uh, several of them, you know, go to the high school at, in our town. Um, and, <laughs> That's awesome. And, uh, and, and, and the leap for us um, this year specifically is that all of these bands on the Sweetwater, the Sweetwater Music Hall, which is the sponsor for our second stage, all of these bands are legit main stage material, meaning we're yeah. not just throwing up, uh, you know, the, the local trombone crew right, uh, right, right. From, the, from the sixth grade band. Not to say that those kids aren't also super talented, <laughs> but we are, we are, we are putting a, a spotlight on really talented teens and kids and, and, you know, older, older kids who, uh, who have, you know, massive amounts of talent. So that's, that's the one component from, from the second, the Sweetwater second stage. And then on the main stage, we, um, we identified last year, I don't know if you saw this whole thing, but, um, uh, Pearl Jam was performing in Oakland and their drummer uh, got COVID like day of like, or afternoon of, I should say. And uh, they had a a hole in in their, in their, in their, in their roster. And they brought this kid up um, who was a Tam high drummer. His his name is Kai Newkermans. And he came up on stage and filled in for, you know, a couple tracks and absolutely killed it. And, uh, you know, I immediately reached out to, to him and his, his family. And we decided that 
they're not a second stage band. They're a main stage band. They're three young kids who just absolutely thrash. And um, they're, they're opening one of our, our, our main days. Like they're, they're the opening band on one of our, our main days. So, I mean, we're, we're thrilled to have that level of talent at that young of an age get showcased on right. a stage in front of thousands and thousands of people. Now the band name, that's the alive, right? The alive. Correct. Yes. Yeah. 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 That's uh, it's exciting for sure. I saw that and I was like, Oh, wow. Cause I, I think I might've heard that, but I, I've heard of the, the alive and I was like, yeah. okay, this is interesting. Um, yeah. I also want to point out, um, I think on the Sweetwater stage, you guys have, and I could be, I could be miss uh, saying his name, but uh, Matt Jaffe. Matt Jaffe, yeah, outstanding. I mean, he's and he's been around for a long time. Super, yeah. super talented, super creative. Um, you know, he's he's one of those uh, acts that in our town, he he, you know, he's he's a he's a very um, he he puts in the work. Okay, nice. <laughs> he nice. shows up. He should, like you'll see him around all over Marin County, all over the Bay Area. He's you know he's a super super talented performer. Yeah, I think he's, he's, I mean, for the, because he's, he's a younger, he's a younger man, right? He's a young kid, right? Yeah, yeah like mid, mid, yeah. mid to late 20s. Yeah, I mean, the, the, but his sound is incredible. And then, like, what, yeah. what he, 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 I mean, if you listen to his music, like, for people listening, like, go look him up, Matt Jaffe. He, uh, I, I, that's one of the highlights for me. I was like, wow, that's incredible that you guys have him there because I think he's such a great talent that needs to be showcased more often. Totally. And so was very excited to see him on stage. And he, um, you know, one of the interesting dynamics is that he was, I wouldn't say discovered, but in some ways, many ways, mentored by um, Jerry Harrison, who is, you know, one of, you know, along with Adrian Bellew, uh, that, that their Remain in Light project, which is, you know, goes back to that that album from the from the 80s, um, is just a, like, it, it it's going to get, that, that Remain in Light project is going to get every single human being at the event dancing their minds off because it's such a fun, exciting, engaging, um, high energy. That, um, yeah, we're, it's going to be awesome. So that connection from, from Matt to, to, uh, to Jerry Harrison has, you know, brought us some more benefits, which is having this amazing performance happening. Yeah. And, you know, and, and speaking of like the headliners, um, you know, I think I love cake personally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think, you know, I feel like we don't get enough people talking about cake anymore. And so yeah. the fact that that was a headliner, I was like, that is awesome. I'm so excited about that. You know, I think yeah, it's going to be deep roots here. And exactly. Um, yes. And we're, you know, huge. I mean, there's, you know, again, they've sort of done it right. I think in many ways is that, you know, they, they've, they're, they're older now. They're probably more along, you know, my age or a little bit older, that sort of thing. So they don't play that many shows, but the shows they do play are huge and, you know, people turn out. I mean, they're, they're still a massively popular band. They just have decided that they're not going to do the like insane grind exactly, that right. they used to do, which, you know, kudos, you can do that, right. do that. Yeah, for sure. Right. Like when you get to that point where you can just like, okay, well I'll, I'll trick and choose what we're going to do. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then of course I have to mention Michael Franti. Um, yeah. I feel like I was introduced to him. Fun fact. I was introduced to him like in his music, maybe like nine years ago at the third bottle rock Napa. Nice. And it is incredible to see like how he has maintained such a, he's like, I just feel like he's a, such a big part of that Napa mill Valley area. I always, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And maybe I, I don't know a whole lot about him. So does he have deep roots as well to uh, our community? Yeah. I mean, um, I'm going to show my age for a minute here, but like, you know, <laughs> 
I moved to the Bay Area in the mid to late 90s. And, you know, he he's just he's been around the block and and has always just had such um, a deep sense of like who he is and what he represents. Yeah. Um, you know, he was in a band called disposable heroes of hypocrisy back in the day. That was amazing. Um, like I said, when I first moved to the Bay area in the mid to late nineties, um, he was performing everywhere in the Bay area all the time, small clubs, big events, obviously. Um, and even as his arc has sort of spiked over the, the many, many years, um, he just seems like the same dude, which is credit to him, you know, like he, he's, yeah. um, he's, he's, in, yeah, he's an incredibly talented guy and, um, and just brings that spirit that I think, um, isn't, isn't always, um, isn't always evident in, in a lot of bands, you know, like some, some bands just get up and they, they do their thing, bing, bang, boom, get off the stage. Thanks so much. And he just brings a level of energy and, and seemingly like care and excitement that I think um, just engages people, you know, yeah. gets you fired up. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he left, he left such an impression on me even that long ago. Right. So it's yeah. like, I, I think, uh, and his energy is always just so present. You know, my co-host Mike, who's not here with us, but he's always very big on being present in the moment. And yeah. I feel like when you see, when you see Michael Franti, you get that same energy of like, he's present, he's here. It doesn't yeah. matter what the crowd is. He's just all about, you know, presenting the best he can to you. And I, I, I just think it's also a great reflection of the art, the acts that you guys get because you're getting such great, you know, I think, high quality acts that just are very present and are here to give like the best show possible. So yeah. thank you for really putting this together. I think, I think you guys don't get enough love. So thank you. for that. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. I appreciate that. Of course. Take a nap at some point after this event happens. <laughs> so there you go. Right, right. Then you can just chill out for a little bit. There you go. Uh, before we wrap up, I do have one question for you. Sure. What is the number one act that you can't wait to see perform? Um, yeah, it, it, I think it varies depending on the day, to be honest. So one for uh, each day. If I, if, if, I'll go, I'm going to go with Valerie June. Uh, I think she is, uh, insanely talented and her, her voice is just overwhelmingly good. And she, I, I think it's, I think there's a lot of up and coming or, or, you know, already up and coming, um, artists like her that are, sort of rooted in the South, rooted in, yep. in, in the, the country twang, but just come at it from a different angle. Um, and, and it's just, it's, it may not be a brand new sound, but it certainly feels like an, an evolution uh, of, of what we've heard before. Um, and so, yeah, I, I think, I think she's going to blow people's minds. She's amazing. Yeah, that's incredible. And then I have to tell you mine. The one yeah, I'm most excited for is uh, Tank and the Bangas. Yes. Yes. That, that would be my, that would, if, if, if I can name two, that would be the other one because they they're just, I mean, that tiny desk that they put out two or three years ago was just like, you know. Incredible. I mean, it changed everything about um, their arc as well. Like they're, uh -huh. you know, they were like, you know, a band from New Orleans that was, you know, widely uh, respected. But then mm -hmm. that that tiny desk turned them into a phenomenon and they're, they're incredible. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I would say if I had a number two as well, I would do uh, Duran Jones. Yep. yep. Yeah. yeah. And this new, this new record, it's interesting. This record is, is him with a different band, not with yep. the in indications and uh, it's deep. 
I mean, I've, yeah. I've heard the record a bunch of times and it's, it's heavy, it's deep. And, uh, I think, you know, if we, if we have another goal for the event, it's not only to do everything I just said, but also I think it's really important in a town that is small and affluent and very white to expose, to be exposed to, um, a very different style of music in some ways, but also just a, a different level of, of thinking about the world around you. Um, yeah. I think it's really important. Um, and again, it's, it's, it's all about, again, back to that vitality and community and connection and opening up your mind and your heart and your eyes a little bit. I love that, man. I absolutely love that. That's that's a great way to put it because I did notice that too. And I was like, that's awesome that you guys are doing that and that, you know what I mean? Like creating such a diverse, you know, lineup. I mean, it's nothing for everybody, really. You yeah. know, it's, I, mean, I, think it's, I think it's important. I mean, you know, uh, I'm, I'm like you, I'm, I'm a, a musical head and I want to make sure that we are, we're not just giving them the thing that they uh, expect historically, but that we're, right. you know, maybe challenging them a little bit and getting people to come away from one of those days thinking, wow, I had never heard of that band. I did not think I would like that band, but I'm buying that record. Yeah. You know, you know what? I think the, the artist that's going to do that is Black Joe Lewis, personally. For sure. For yeah. sure. Because a lot of people don't know who that is. And when you listen to Black Joe Lewis, you're just like, wow, this is just, yeah, it's incredible. I mean, Black Joe yeah. Lewis, I mean, I think one yep. of the most underrated artists out there, in my opinion, period. Yep. He's going to yeah. tear it up. I'm so excited. Oh, for sure. For sure. Now, before we wrap up, uh, can you tell us one more time what the dates are, where it's at, and where can they buy tickets? Sure. May 13th and 14th, 12 to 7 p.m., millvalleymusicfest.com is where you can go to buy tickets. There are a very wide range of ticket types. I want to point that out. You know, there are, there are the high level, the VIP, the sponsors and all that, but there are also kids tickets and teen tickets and senior citizen tickets. Um, and so there's a, there's a, there's a little something for everybody. I love that. I love that. And then is there any social media as well? Yes, we are at Mill Valley Music Fest across all, all, all channels. Awesome. 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 Yeah. So when this comes out, this will come out the week before. So Excellent. everybody get out there, get your tickets. Uh, I will be there with Mike. We're going to be there do, uh, covering the show, having a good time. Uh, we hope to see you guys. Jim, I hope to see you as well when I'm out you there. You too. I'll come find you. Yes, please, please. And of course, uh, thank you for your time. Everybody go support it, not just for the big acts, but also for the local community, because ultimately we are nothing without community and we need to have that with each other. And so, yeah, I just really thank you so much, Jim, for your time. And uh, I can't wait. This is going to be such a great time. I'm happy to make the time. I appreciate it. I appreciate you. Take care and we'll see everyone next week. Sounds good. Cheers. Cheers.